The Nerd Me Podcast presents Play of the Game with your hosts, Bernie and Richard. Hello, gamers, and welcome to Play of the Game. I'm Player One, Bernie. And this is Player Two, Richard. And today we want to talk about, you know, being the new year, where games have gone and where games are currently going. So to start things off, um, Richard and I want to kind of just uh, take a minute to discuss the types of games that we grew up with. Um, I mean, we're not classic Atari, but, you know, we all started somewhere. So, Richard, tell me about your first console. Uh, my first console was a Nintendo 64. It might have been a Game Boy. I don't know. It was a 64, I'm pretty sure. And my first game was uh, Banjo uh, and Kazooie. Okay, okay. That's a pretty good start. Now, did you have the see-through green 64? Or? No, it was the OG black 64. Oh, dang. It's serious? Um, okay, how about... Did you use the two outside handles, or did you use like the middle one and the right one? Um, it depended on the game. I switched back and forth. Um, usually it was the middle one and the right one, and that's the only way you could really play, because it had like, the X-Wing controller. <laughs> <laughs> so Banjo-Kazooie. I didn't, you know, I didn't even play N64 until I was like in high school, I think. And I think the one level I just was not digging, I think it was a sand level. Were you, like, climbing up the pyramids? Oh, yeah, that was a pain in the butt. Yeah, I think that was, like, the, that was the level I was like, you know what? I, I never really beat it, though. I didn't. I mean, like, I, I was kind of young, so I got my Nintendo 64. Uh, the 64 came out in, like, 98, and we got it that year. Nice. And, I mean, so I was, like, six years old. So the, I didn't get the concept of gaming so much. Like, I, I had Legend of Zelda, and I think the farthest I got was, like, out of the uh, forest, and then that was pretty much it. I just run around and fish. Oh. <laughs> Did you ever play uh, Goldeneye? Uh, like the OG yes, FPS? Yes, yes, yes. Um, my babysitter, uh, her son had that, had that, and he had original Smash Bros. But uh, we played Goldeneye, and we played uh, multiplayer against each other, um, like, all the time. The OG Golden Gun was one-shot kill no matter what. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Um, I never had the luxury of owning a 64, so... Um, it's hard to think about all the classics that were on that besides Banjo and Goldeneye and Smash. Um, um, what else was there? They had uh, Zelda, um, Ocarina of Time, and Majora's Mask. Oh, um, Mario Kart, yeah. Mario Kart. Yeah, okay, um, okay. I'm like, Super Smash Mario Brothers, Kart. Super Mario 60, or Mario 64. Um, they had Pokemon Snap. Oh, that's right. Do you remember at Blockbuster? They had the. Po- Pokemon Snap Machine, you yeah. could, like print out the Pokemon pictures. That, oh my yeah. gosh. And then they also had um, Pokemon Stadium. That's right. It's all coming back to me now. Yeah. All the nostalgia. Uh, well, my first console was a Sega Genesis. And I think the first game that I played was Bomberman. Bomberman was great. That was, I think Bomberman was on the, uh, the SNES too, wasn't it? Uh, you know, I don't, I don't remember. I didn't have the uh, SNES. But it was either that one or Sonic the Hedgehog that were my first. Um, I remember, I actually didn't even know like the name of the, there's like these little things, the little dragon things that you can uh, ride on. No idea what they were called. So my cousin always just called them Yoshis. And so that's what we went with, like the pink Yoshi and the yellow Yoshi and like all this, like uh, they all had different techniques and abilities too. Um, didn't get very far in the storyline though. Cause I was like five or something when we got it. So I didn't yeah. really, didn't really get the gaming thing either, but multiplayer is pretty legit. Um, yeah, Sega Genesis. 
The old classic cartridge. Yeah. Oh, that yeah, was they, both of us. Yeah. They they had a they had um, a couple games. Then they have a like a what was it? Batman. Batman. I'm pretty sure they had Batman, and you oh could like God. go to the city, or it might have been the Dreamcast. That Batman. Oh my God, that was like. Oh no, the Dreamcast was after. That was like the first CD console. It was the Sega Genesis that had Batman. You could. Uh, well, what are you sure you're sure. thinking of like the Sega Saturn? Oh, maybe. They kind of flopped after the Genesis. I don't even know if the other consoles really made it. Batman was cool, though. Like, you could flip your whip at people and, like, uh, go through little levels. Um, It was kind of like the beginning of what you would say would be Arkham City because you actually had a little bit more leeway to be able to play and go, like, around a city. But, I mean, for as much as they could do with that, like, in a a, a 2D (laughs) type of game. Look like Maple Story. I think I mostly had... I had a lot of the Disney games. That, well, obviously, I was a kid, so I had, like, the Pocahontas and Lion King. Oh, Aladdin. they had Aladdin, yes. Yes! Yes, that, that's what I'm talking about. They had Aladdin, yeah. they had Batman. They had Cool Spot. Do you remember the 7-Up Cool Spot? No. Okay, so you're, like, you know on the 7-Up... I don't think they do it anymore. On 7-Up cans, they had this red dot on it. And in the video game, it turns into, like, an animate object with, like, super cool sunglasses. And, like, you're, like, trekking the beach and, like, killing clams and, like, crabs and stuff. That's weird. <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> it was that or our Toy Story, too. I remember I had Toy Story. Um, we had a local, um, uh, it was a video store. It wasn't Blockbuster. It was, like, a local video game store. And I remember renting um, Toe Jam and Earl and Earthworm Jim and a couple other games, too. They were actually pretty pretty good. I like that uh, Earthworm Jim had like a pretty legit uh, soundtrack system to it. Yeah. All these like classical mu- uh, classical music they kind of like umped up, you know? I never played that. Um, I played a lot of Pokemon Stadium on the Nintendo. I, I mean, uh, my cousin had uh, had the Sega and uh, then my neighbors had the PlayStation, the original PlayStation. So like we played uh, Dino Crisis okay, and, okay. Uh, and uh, what else did we? What else did he have? He had a bunch of games for the original PlayStation. I think he had the Resident Evils, but I was too scared to play those when I was little. Speaking of that, we yeah, have uh, the remastered yeah, yeah. coming out. Yeah, but moving on though. So now we're getting kind of towards like the millennia, right? Two thousand. So you already had then. Kind of. That PlayStation still came out like like around like right after the Nintendo sixty four. Yeah, I think it came it was out like, like a maybe year like ninety nine, ninety eight, yeah. something. But that was the next console that that we got was the PlayStation. And I think the game that came with it was Crash Bandicoot, the third one, Crash Bandicoot Warped. So that ended up being the first PlayStation game that I ever played. Um, actually, I did pretty, I did pretty good with that one. Uh, you know, it was cool too. I was just thinking about um, some of those games. I think it was Crash Bandicoot. Um, There's like a water level, and like the first. You know, for every like segment, there's like five levels you go through. You beat them all, then the second you go to the boss, you fight the boss, and the next one unlocks. You know? Yeah, yeah, kind of like Mario. Yeah. Okay. So there's like a water episode. Episode. There's a water level in um, Crash Bandicoot, where I think if you hit like a specific like object in the screen, it'll load into a demo for Spyro the Dragon. Oh, really? Yeah. It was kind of cool because they were different. It was Insomniac that made uh, Spyro, and Naughty Dog that made. Crash Bandicoot, but they kind of still kind of shared each other's uh, games, so you can kind of demo it while you're playing a different one. So it's pretty neat. I actually, doing that, I ended up buying Spyro the Dragon later on. That was, I think, maybe the second game I played. Yeah, well, they have, uh, like like I was saying, the Spyro, like the remasters are coming, are coming out now, so like you have like uh, the Spyro trilogy that was remastered before that. You had Crash Bandicoot. Um, 
You have oh, uh, and Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider, yeah. Tomb Raider had kind of well, it's kind of like that was it's more that one's more like a remake. Can yeah, they, yeah, they rebooted it. They didn't yeah. even do anything about. Which yeah, kind La- of, Laura Croft is still Laura Croft, but it's not Laura Croft with no. Angelina Jolie. <laughs> well, that wasn't even the video game either. Uh, I mean, kind of. They tried to make it look like her, or they tried to make no. her look like that in the movies. But like the objective that Angelina Jolie was going for wasn't the same as the. The course of what you were doing in the first. Yeah, I guess the the, the new movie that they released and the the game corresponds a little bit better. She's yeah. more like a a teenage or like like a late teens, early twenties uh, kid that turns out to be kind of a cool person <laughs> doing really 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 cool stuff. Um, what other games did they have? I mean, on the Nintendo we had we had Pokemon Snap. Um, that was like super nostalgic. Also, being able to take because I, I like I, I mentioned the Game Boy earlier. That was probably my either my that was either my first or my second console that I owned. I'm not sure. I had the handheld pretty early though too, so um, I beat the Pokemon games probably about 700 times now. Like we, I, I had yellow, and then I ended up getting blue um, like a couple months later for like my birthday or something. But, uh, and I thought that it was still a different game, but I played through it and it was basically the same thing again. But I just remember sitting um, in my, my babysitter's backyard with uh, her son David and playing uh, playing my Pokemon and getting into the uh, Seafoam Caverns. And I think it was called the Seafoam Caverns. Anyways, the caves where Articuno was sitting and spending hours and hours trying to use uh, like an Ultra Ball or a Gray Ball to catch her. And you have to keep on restarting the game if you kill her. Um, and I end up getting, like, having them all, um, getting all my Pokemon to level 100, um, having a pretty sick team. I never got to get Mew and stuff, though, from like, the special giveaways because I wasn't smart enough to know what that was. <laughs> uh, I, I, wasn't, I wasn't old enough to be able to, like, like know where those were coming from. I kind of just got whatever, like, mm-hmm. my parents bought for me. Oh, yeah. You know, I had the Game Boy. Well, I had it for, not for a hot minute. I had it for a while. But the downfall of that is, you know, there was no uh, backlight for the screen. Oh, yeah, I had a little, ba- the, yes. little plug-in light. And, you know, if anything, the only time I really spent time on my Game Boy was, you know, in the car driving from A to B or whatever. So, you know, they have that, you know, parents have that stupid rule, the whole, like, it's illegal to have the light on above while we're driving. So you can never, you know, you're just praying for a street light to show up so you can kind of see what the heck you're doing on the screen. So I think I lost interest in the Game Boy pretty fast. Um, we didn't really like, uh, like go, I mean, we went on long trips, but, um, I don't like with my Game Boy, I'm pretty sure every long trip we went on, my parents let me bring like a blanket or something. Cause we'd leave super early in the morning. So that way we can beat traffic. And so I'd cover myself with a blanket in the car and have it underneath or like they, or it'd be like daylight usually by the time I'm playing it. But, um, I played, uh, I played the heck out of some Game Boy. I probably have, I have, I have hours. I can, I can't even tell you how many hours. And then, uh, but they had the, the attachment for the console, which brings us to kind of how Pokemon, uh, um, let's go Pikachu is now. I mean, now they have the whole game on their, their console and their console's a handheld and a, a, uh, a, like plug-in like console system. yeah home system yeah. um back then you had to go get an attachment that you could plug into your nintendo and then you could plug your game boy game into that attachment and play it on the big screen and it was just the coolest thing being able to see pikachu a couple inches bigger <laughs> <laughs> what a revolution um so i think i guess that kind of catches us both up since 64 and playstation kind of came around the same same era what do you think was your like number one go-to favorite game 
for this era for at the N64 PlayStation? Uh, I liked Zelda, even though I never beat it. Um, it was just like my favorite one to play. I liked the the RPG adventure. That's probably what got me into like like playing World of Warcraft now or playing the Zelda titles now um, mm-hmm. or like Skyrim or anything like that. It's just being able to adventure and find like new armor, new swords. Even though Zelda didn't really have armor, you had little green, red, and blue suits. Um, into like the newer ones where you actually he actually looks like he's got like a little like like some chain mail underneath his uh, actually has some his shirt. Ability. Yeah. <laughs> hey, <laughs> he gets the master sword though, all right? Oh uh, yeah. No, yeah, that's a good one. I think for the N sixty four, you know, I didn't own it, but uh, my niece and nephew did. So my go to was always uh, Mario Kart. I was a big fan of just smoking them. I couldn't stand Mario Kart. If anything, I liked uh, Diddy Kong Racing better. Oh, see, I'm the opposite. I didn't like Diddy Kong. I didn't like Mario Kart because it just... It, um, Diddy Kong Racing came out a couple, like, uh, maybe like a year or so later, so it was a little bit better graphics. Um, Mario Kart, um, like, you have those stupid rainbow level or you can fall off the sides. And but see, I just... if you know the shortcut and you know exactly where to fall off the on the side, then you're in first place. No, you? no, it's not fair. Like, what? <laughs> why are you going to have a racing game where you can't, like, drift? You, 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 I <laughs> you mean, can't drift. Yeah, you, you, can. you drift off the side of the off the side of the map. Oh no! You, you gotta you gotta just figure out the maps. That's why you know, like the beach map where you go through the tunnel on the left and you like you cut in front of everybody. Yeah. Strategy. Uh, what or was like, your? <laughs> unplug the, your player's controllers. <laughs> yeah. What was your uh, favorite game on the Sega Genesis? The Sega Genesis, my favorite game. Probably Sonic the Hedgehog, actually. Just Sonic was a lot of fun. Yeah, the levels were good. They were just straightforward, you know, for someone like my age. Yeah, it was just, 2D. It was just on, on the side, and you run around the circles, and you collect the no, little hoops. you got to avoid things, too. You get bumped into, all your rings fall apart, and you got to collect your little chicks where they, like, Yeah, you got to charge up Sonic. I think it was just a good game to start when, you know, if it's your very first game and you're not, you know, you know, old enough to really understand like complex concepts. Yeah, it's straightforward. Yeah, you just collect little chicks, collect some rings, go through the level. I don't get how like uh, Nintendo thought that any of their games were easy. Like like, I get frustrated on Mario. Like I want to. No offense, I want to break controllers when I play that game. I get so frustrated, like like falling, like especially because you run and you jump and you end up falling in the same hole every time. Or like in the new Mario's on the Wii. People jump on your head when you're trying to jump a gap, and you will like you would have made it, and then they hit your head, bing, and then they fall in the lava with you. <laughs> and it's like, well, why not use me as a springboard and actually make it, not, not knock me back in the lava? Oh, oops. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, some of those, some of those I did find a little frustrating. I think, um, yeah, I think Mortal Kombat was on 64, wasn't it? Uh. No, I think Mortal Kombat was on PlayStation. It was on Sony, no, Sony consoles. The original it was a one, no. One. I know it it was might have been. Wasn't it on? It was on a, a Super Nintendo. I mean, it, it might have been. Um, no, maybe Sony had Tekken. Yeah, we might have had Mortal Kombat. I don't really remember playing that though. Like, I mean, I, like like I said, I was young, so those kind of games with fatalities and stuff, I played them like on uh, on the big. The big arcade oh. console things. <laughs> Remember, like, how big of a deal it was, and Mortal Kombat did come out. How like how controversial, how controversial it was. Oh yeah, the well, Mortal Kombat had been around a long time though, because Mortal Kombat was, uh, I think it was, I think it was on the Sega, because it was out in like eighty, the eighties. Oh, I'm pretty sure Nintendo had it. No, but I think the first one was on was on the Sega, because oh, it was in no, the eighties. I, I think the 
first one. I don't know. Maybe. I, I said the first one. The Nintendo wasn't out. Oh, well, I guess it was out in the 80s. Yeah, it might have been. Because it might have been on the on the Super Nintendo. Sorry, guys. Our age is showing. Yeah. Yeah. Our, our, our age is definitely showing. Um, All right. Let's well, see. And what, what about PlayStation? What was your favorite game on the PlayStation? My favorite game on the PlayStation? Um, I like Tekken. Like the original Tekken. Like being able to be like um, Raiden. Oh, no, that was that was uh, the other one. Yo, Yoshimitsu, and how he'd spin around in the circle on the ground. Like, his, Suicidal yeah. ninjas. Or the um, I really liked cats when I was a kid. I liked like panthers and tigers and stuff. Like I liked the, my favorite thing was a white tiger. They didn't really have one in the game, but they had the the characters King and uh, can't remember the other one where it was a leopard and then one was like a, pan- a panther or uh, one was a tiger and one of them was a leopard. I'm not sure exactly which, but that. Those characters were like my favorite. They were like my go-to. I like to pick them. <laughs> they had like cat heads, but they were. It was like, it was like a mask that they would wear. Okay, okay. I think uh, PlayStation for me. I think the one game I enjoyed playing over and over. I don't think you played it. It uh, was Medieval. Um, it's a it's a story about your you have this. Well, this evil warlock like was resurrecting the dead at the at the cemetery. It was like the first like choose like like RPG where you choose what you're doing throughout. It's like a, it's no, more. No, no, it wasn't choose. So it was like this Lord Lord Zarek Zarek. No, I'm thinking fairy tale. Someone raises the dead and uh, upsprings this knight that was defeated in a war. Uh, but he's not like an evil like mindless zombie. He's just like this got bundle of bones covered in armor like. I should be dead. Why aren't I dead? And so you're every level you're go, you're like killing the zombies, freeing their souls. If you get to 100%, you get to go to the Hall of Heroes. You get a new weapon and you just like mess things up. You get like the super hammer and like this lightning thing and like a blue magic sword. It's like oh, it was pretty legit. The bosses were kind of hard, but like the story would just like really take you far from a cemetery all the way to where like you get shrunk down to an ant size. You go up this hill. There's like these creepy like village kids that try to kill you because they're gr- it's, it's crazy but it was like my favorite playstation game yeah um what about your next console next generation so like xbox and playstation 2 oh you guys had playstation 2 right yeah we have i didn't i never got the xbox but i had a ps2 and like in my opinion i think that was like the best console that was ever made because of how diverse the game selection was yeah, but um, with Xbox, you had Halo Combat Evolved that changed the game of okay, first-person shooters. <laughs> but, Amazing. But but okay, well let's start with let's start with the first game. The first game I played on the PlayStation Two was Kingdom Hearts, um, and I was just like so excited because you know like Final Fantasy is my fandom. Like you yes. know you know I'm I'm like a seasoned veteran of Final Fantasy, so it was like Final Fantasy and Disney coming together. Like my two favorite things as a 10 year old girl and I was like this is going to be the greatest game I'll ever play in a whole life and okay maybe it wasn't the greatest one I ever played but it was just so cool because they really took the time and effort to recast the same Disney characters um they kind of like revamped the Final Fantasy characters um they gave them voices which they didn't have before I mean Final Fantasy 10 yeah but like 7, 8, I don't think 9 was in that one but those Two never had voice actors. You, you know why they don't have voice actors? And it's only in American. They actually, in the Japanese versions, they have voice actors. And OG? Yeah, and even the original. I'm pretty sure because, like, in uh, if you go online and you buy um, and you buy the Final Fantasy, uh, what was your favorite one? The ten remastered. Well, the ten. Yeah, they had voice actors. Well, no, you buy it for um, 
you buy it for like the computer, and it'll tell you the voice oh, actors. Oh, like on Steam. And, yeah, and then also um, the the online version doesn't have voice actors for English, but it has them for Japanese. So if you buy it in English, it's only in subtitles. Oh, I don't know. I thought maybe they had re like the first time they ever tried to remaster. It, I think they put voice actors, but I don't think the first release they did. I'm no, but I'm pretty sure in like in in like the Japanese versions like of the games, they were they did have voice actors. I'm not sure. I'd have I to thought, look it up. Yeah, I thought that they didn't because of how much space all the data was taking because of all the like you know, I'm saying, the pi- like, it, with air quotes, the super high tech like um, cutscenes that they were making were just taking up so much space on the discs. It's possible, but on the PS2, um, they were able to kind of uh, go past that, a lot of that. Because I mean, same thing with uh, with like Halo. Like Halo was way far behind, beyond its time. If like if Halo Two or and Halo Combat Evolved were remastered completely, they'd be like like that's all I would play. Um, you're talking like you had a game that you like had had voice acting. Um, it was like it was a start of first-person shooters. So like I mean like like real first-person shooters. Hey, like Golden like, Eye was a real first-person. Kind shooter. of, kind <laughs> of. I mean they're bringing that back, that genre kind of how like you have to go heal yourself, you have to find med packs and stuff like that, just because like Call of Duty's doing that and stuff like that. But um, they've had it a long time with like Battlefield. But Halo started like the genre of oh competitive first-person shooter where you can go and there's tournaments and stuff like that and people became professionals at this and like started making money off of video games so I'm going to take it that. that was your first Xbox um, no actually Playstation was my first Playstation oh, 2 no um, I bought I bought that um, and that's why my sister sold my Nintendo and she didn't tell me we had like my parents had a yard sale and uh, I think I left I left to go somewhere and I came back and my sister's like oh I sold that the Nintendo and she sold all my games with it and she said that she felt bad because the kid down the street, she felt like she... And I, I feel like this is what she's saying now. Um, back then, she... I, I, I mean, we weren't that old. Like, the, I, the PlayStation 2 came out when I was, like, 10 years old, 9 years old. So I got it pretty, pretty like, right after... Like, almost right after it came out. Um, and uh, my favorite game on PlayStation 2 was actually Grand Theft Auto 3. Is that Vice City? No, Vice City was the one after that. Oh. It was the one before that. Grand Theft Auto 3... Um, where like you're in New York, or well, Liberty City, oh, that's right. <laughs> Liberty, okay. Liberty City, and uh, you're like an Italian mobster, and it was like it was like legitimately like that. My parents wouldn't buy it for me, but the neighbor kid had it down the street, and he'd let me borrow it, and he had all the cheat codes and stuff like that. So yeah. basically, all I would do is get a bunch of guns and fight like a like spawn a really fast car and drive around and hop out of the car and shoot like like the cops and stuff like that, which like. This is where I'm going to go off on this the subject a little bit. Do you believe video games cause people to be bad people? Because I think that that's ridiculous. I remember they were trying to take Grand Theft Auto off the shelves. I turned out pretty good. <laughs> okay, um, and they said it because it was poisoning the minds of people. No, like I I get to go in a game, I get to steal a car, and it's fantasy, and I know it's fantasy. I think it just depends if people, you know... Can distinguish that from reality. Yeah, yeah, but also they have to be aware of their own autonomy. You know what I mean? Like, they don't have... The people that blame their actions on other, um, you know, a scapegoat, you know? 
Like, I played San Andreas, like, all day, every day during the summer when it came out. Yes. Rub in the Grove! So stupid. <laughs> but, I mean, and you know, I'm like a low-key pacifist. Like, I would never hurt somebody, you know. Yeah, but, I mean, I know you and Jackie were probably running around. Sh- <laughs> you know, the, the cheat codes. Shoot, shooting oinkers. And, and get and very inappropriate swords that aren't swords. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, that'll be for another another episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, it, yeah, that... That was probably my favorite game. Uh, that and uh, I liked playing. Jeez, I don't. I don't know. I, I didn't like for PlayStation Two. Dark I, Alliance, Baldur's Gate. Yes, Baldur's Gate, Dark Wasn't Alliance. Wasn't that one of the best games ever? I played that though on. Uh, I played Gauntlet on the Dark PlayStation Legacy? Two. Oh yes, Gauntlet, Dark gosh. Legacy. That one. That was a great game. Oh my. That like, uh, is like that's definitely gonna be like the best like dungeon clearing game that has ever been made. Yeah. Like, really. uh, I mean. You could say that, but I mean, people could also say that about Diablo, like original Diablo, Diablo 2, if they ever remastered that, uh, which people were expecting at BlizzCon this year, that or a new game, not a handheld yep. game. Yeah, Talked about that last time. We, we already went over <laughs> but, this. But, like, you, I mean, those games, like, just like, actually even, I didn't get to play any of them when they were relevant, uh-huh. um, but I played them later on, and like, even Diablo 3, I enjoyed um, thoroughly. I mean, people don't enjoy it because they say it's not the same, but I mean... You can say that about anything, but like those two, and um, and also uh, like uh, Warcraft three and Warcraft two and Warcraft one, Orcs and Humans. I mean, that was like the start of uh, the RTS series, and then um, also like actually like dungeon like RPG where you can go and get your armor. Like that was before RuneScape, and RuneScape still looks like that. <laughs> but back to PS two though. Baldur's Gate definitely being up there. Gauntlet, Darklet. You know what's cool about Dark Gauntlet is if you like go on like game FAQs or there was like a magazine su- uh, subscription we had too for the like, cheat codes or the Game Shark, whatever. You can type in character names and it'll give you a different perk for whatever it is that you're typing up. So I think I'm trying to th- Pojo Pogo. I think if you name if you name your character Pojo, you turn into that chicken that like breathes fire. Yes. Remember that? Yes. Oh, that was a good one. That and um, was Rayman on the on the PS2 or was that on the? No, that was that on was the a Nintendo, wasn't it? Yes, Rain. Yeah. That's I. I just remembered that. That was a great game too. It was just a little guy. He had little like two hands, like a dress looking thing, two shoes, and like a weird looking head that kind of looked like a dog with like hair, and. He That's really, another game. He, that was a bowl cut. You know that. Right? <laughs> you know that was a bowl cut. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. It's all right. Oh, goober. Um, PlayStation 2. I, I really do think that that was like the best console that ever came out. And then you, even that, the reign of the PlayStation 2 was, what, 10 years or so? That it was still a relevant console? Yeah, uh, yeah, it was probably about 10 years. Um, for the PlayStation 2, I really did. I think I played Grand Theft Auto like the most. What other games did I have? I can't remember. I think I had. I actually had a couple actually that I borrowed from my my friend. That was like uh, around like Yu-Gi-Oh time. That was a little bit late, but around the same time, um, I had like a a game from him that was like a almost like an RPG for Yu-Gi-Oh where you could go and you can get your you can build up your deck. And it was the the thing about these older consoles, like even like Nintendo 64 and PlayStation, they made games that were like thoroughly hard to play. But they were also super enjoyable. Like like on the oh on the Xbox, um, the uh, Star Wars uh, Kotor Knights of the Old Republic. Kotor, amazing game, amazing game, yes. and super vast. Made by Bioware. Uh, 
it was just like uh, kind of like um, like Skyrim and those, but you were a Jedi or a smuggler or whatever else you wanted to be in your Star Wars fantasy. Um, you could get different lightsabers and these games that they make made before were like in, incredibly vast and huge and just like I guess they weren't even really that huge. They were really small, but they actually took time. You had to go and you had to learn like secrets and stuff to them if you wanted to beat them. Yeah, 100%. yeah you know, it, they had you think a little bit more than just uh, mindlessly shoot and kill. You know yeah. what I mean? Like they have like puzzles and like uh, sequencing and stuff to unlock before you can unlock other things. Um, you know, what I enjoyed too about the Xbox and PlayStation Two era was that uh, the, they neither of them could perfect like the online system yet. So they really uh, took the time to continue making multiplayer games for like the local system. You know what I mean? So you could play with the buddy at home, which is something that I don't think a lot of people do anymore. Everyone just expects you to get online and play with someone else that also has a console, rather than playing games where it's one console, two people. You know? Yeah. I think that's why I enjoyed like games like Baldur's Gate and um, Gauntlet is because it was a game that my brother and I didn't have to fight each other for to play one device. Oh, yes, you yes, yes. I mean? You could hop in and play multiplayer. And uh, what's weird is, I mean, my sister didn't really have a whole lot of interest in games. Like, we would play a little bit, but I would be the one playing the Nintendo more so than anything else. Um, she enjoyed them. Not to say that. Uh, we had, like, we had uh, the... Donkey Kong and uh, and the Banjo Kazooie, and she would play them, and she plays them a lot more now. She's actually, I think, almost beaten both of them. Um, I have never gotten close, just because, like I said, I was too young. But like, moving on to like, as you progressively got farther, like into it, the games got a little bit smaller. They got better, like as far as graphics quality and stuff. But like, the actual quality of play, you could say that it's 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 kind of lacked. Um, depending on the game that you're playing, though, because there's still there has been some masterpieces that have been made. Um, over like the past 10 years, 20 years, uh, that like really are great games such as like Halo or like the newer Resident Evils or Kingdom Hearts. Um, you got uh, Final Fantasy games that are amazing. Um, different games like that. Morrowind and Oblivion. Oblivion was a oh yeah that was a, was a work of art. Yeah. You can actually get that for PC and upgrade it with mods that people have made and it makes it look better than Skyrim. Yeah. So like you can get updated armors, and then you can also just get mods where they have super wacko things or really cool stuff. Like you can make your character uh, heroes from like your favorite anime and stuff like that. You know what we didn't talk about yet was um, Nintendo GameCube. Did you own a GameCube? I did. I got it late. Um, my favorite game to play on the Nintendo GameCube uh, was what was it called? Harvest Moon. Harvest Moon was a lot of fun. You like had a little city that you would build. Um, and you, it was like you were a farmer and then you could get like a dog and you could develop a relationship with like your neighbor who's another little girl and they're just little, these little characters um, and it's it was like just Farmville for GameCube? It, uh, but it was cooler like you actually it was it's like a little cooler. RPG you could run around with your little character and and, uh, and do little quests and stuff to upgrade your little city um, and that brings me back did you ever play Dark Cloud on the PlayStation 2? No, I don't think I did Dark Cloud was a um, was another RPG. Um, actually, if I can ever get a get a way for you to play it, um, here say maybe an emulator, <laughs> um, and uh, let you try it out, you would like it a lot. It was a um, an old school kind of RPG. Like I think it was turn based. Um, 
the game starts out, you're in like a little like zone, and it's only a small part of the world. Dark Cloud 2, you got to go into more places, but we'll get to that in a second. You start out this town, well, this uh, Dark Cloud comes over, and it's like a demon guy, and he takes the entire town, besides one little like windmill with you in it, and it's sitting there in the middle, and you have to rebuild your town. You actually can put, like, you get, as you go through the dungeons, you pick up orbs that are pieces of the town, and like, it'll be like part of the river or the marketplace or stuff like that and you put it down and then people also come back with that and you fight it was it was kind of like like dungeon delving sort of like zelda but i think i'm pretty sure it was a turn-based attack no maybe not but it i don't know it was a really really good game and uh not a lot of people would know about that because i feel like it wasn't as popular yeah. but like i was talking about it at christmas with uh, my cousin myron and he remembered that, like, like, I've talked about multiple games where he's like, no, I don't really remember that. But that one, he was like, I remember playing Dark Cloud a lot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, it's GameCube. Resident Evil Zero, I think, was the best GameCube game that I played. Never played that. I played Twilight Princess on the GameCube. That's, like, the only game that I had. Oh, man. Resident Evil Zero is awesome because uh, it was, like, the backstory to the first Resident Evil game. Like, you get the concept that, like, you're a group of, like, you know... I want to say police officers or stars, special tactics, and rescue squad. Anyway, they uh, get a distress call to this mansion, so they show up to the mansion. They're trying to figure out what the heck's going on over here. And all these zombie breakouts come out, and people are getting eaten, and like, ma ma ma. Anyway, but Resident Evil Zero is like, what else was going on in the mansion when you're playing either Chris or you're only playing Jill? Like, you know, there's always, like, two sides of the story. So what's going on when Jill's trying to find, like, this, like, uh, you know, she's trying to find the shotgun to replace the one that's on the wall or whatever. Like, there's stuff behind the scenes, and it's kind of cool because it kind of just, like, brought the picture full circle, you know? Yeah. And the graphics were obviously better than PlayStation 1 Resident Evil, so they I had that going on, too. I had another game on, uh, and I mean, Resident Evil was great. Um, I'd never played through them. Like I said, I was too scared. I was a little Freddy cat when I was little. But I mean, I didn't have a, like a like an older brother um, or like I had cousins that I'd go in, but I'd only see them like on Christmas and stuff. So I never really got to play. And they were a lot older than me. And you know how it is. You're the little cousin. No one wants to hang out with you besides people who are closer to your age. So, um, But I played a game actually with a couple of my neighbors when I was living in Hillmar and it was on my PlayStation 2. It was uh, called Drakengard. And it was like a, it was more of a, like a, a one-line RPG where it takes you through the game kind of and you're no matter what you're like you're going through parts of the level like there's a little bit of openness to it but not so much like it actually it's like playing um you had it on the PlayStation 3 what was it called uh Dante's Inferno oh that was kind a good of. one yeah yeah so it was a really really yeah. good game but it was like a, like you had your dragon that was attached to you and there was different people sort of like uh what was it like that Aragon how like okay. you had your dragon that was like your dragon and it mm -hmm you're the main character and your dragon gets locked away so you don't get him right at the beginning they like took him from you um because they think you're a war criminal but it's because another guy has a dragon he's jealous of you well then you end up fighting him and you get your dragon back and then you get to wreak havoc on like the cities of like bad guys that are coming at you so you're just tearing people up lighting them on fire uh that was a really really good game too that was a really good game. uh so favorite xbox favorite xbox game yes um it would have to be halo 2 Halo 2. That, like, uh, I never really got to play the multiplayer a lot. Um, I'd go over to Kyle's house, and we would uh, we would play the multiplayer at his house. Um, that was probably sixth grade. That was when I, around the time I first met him, like, first started actually hanging out with him. 
Um, but his uh, his dad would let us hop on. That's also where I played Baldur's Gate multiplayer more than yeah. anywhere because he had both. The one and two. Well, he had both. Yeah, though, no, he had Baldur's Gate, Dark Alliance two, and then he had uh, Halo two. Oh, okay. So we'd play that Baldur's Gate together, and then we play Halo two online, and it was just so much fun. You were probably wait. Were you were you the blue elf dude? Like he would be the black-eyed peas guy. No, 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 no. Um, Kyle was the dwarf, and I think I was the human. Oh, okay, just OG human. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I, I, whoever the human was, I was him. I played the gray lady, the melee. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The dwarf was cool. He ran around with a little axe. He, I, I looked at the picture recently because I was gonna get it on uh, on Steam, and like they look cheesy looking oh, characters. Yeah, now they do, but. Back then, you know, it was kind of cool. You can tell the difference between the first one and the second one because uh, if you notice in the first game, you can collect like rubies and emeralds and like sapphires. Oh, maybe, maybe not emeralds. I think diamonds or something. Anyway, you can collect gems in the first one, but there was no like functional use for them. You would just sell them for profit. But I think what had happened was uh, the game, the, de the developers didn't finish. You know how you can make uh, items and weapons in the second one? I don't think they finished that part of the first game so they were just like you know what forget it let's just scrap that part and put this game out which make is it, fine yeah make it the uh the diablo kind of game where you're yeah. more of selling your weapons for yeah, money which, which was fine because it worked out even crafting like weapons in like a well diablo 3 now it's better but like when it first came out the, you you have to find like the best weapons in the game are special legendaries that drop and they're like well i mean you could craft some of them but you have to find their you have to get their craftable to drop too and like when yeah. you get that everyone and that gets to where Diablo 3 also was kind of like a, uh, a turn-of-the-century kind of um, illegal game that Blizzard released because it got really bad. You could um, actually sell your weapons that you'd find in-game on the auction house on there, but sell them for real money. Nice. And people were making, like, like over the first couple months of it coming out, like thousands of dollars. And it was like super controversial, and there was people like like literally that played like paid their WoW time for like ten years, and and like bought themselves new cars and stuff like that because so they would ridiculous. and because these nerds, you know, <laughs> nerds. <laughs> and do that and uh, and yeah, what about you for your uh, favorite uh, PlayStation game? Oh gosh, PlayStation Two. PlayStation Two. I think my favorite game. I think it might have been Resident Evil Four. Um, it, not, it really? Not, not Kingdom Hearts? Oh, no, no. You know what? Never mind. I'm going to scrap that. Final Fantasy X. But, oh, yeah. You've played through my, that. You, yes, I know. I know. That's a problem. Since I've met her, guys, she's played through that like 12 times. Okay, but they made a remastered version for the PlayStation 3. The remaster is the same game. <laughs> and then they made a remaster for PlayStation 4. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's all different. And she spends $60 on this every time, just you so know you what? guys know. You know what, though? I want to see you get Titus's weapon with the chocobo racing. You had 100% everything. I don't care what you got I'm with that. I'm just saying. That's a lot, of t a lot of hours that you put if in the game. If I could put game. that on a resume that I can <laughs> do chocobo racing and collect legendary items, I totally would. But I don't think any job would take that. All right, so next console. Did you, you guys, I know you had the PS3. I had the Xbox 360 and the PS3. I got the Xbox 360 first. Um, I actually got it from my... Uh, my dad's wife, or my, not my dad's wife, my dad's girlfriend's son, his um, got the red ring of death. So he oh. sent it in, and he didn't want to wait for it to come back. So he went and bought another one, or well, I, I'm, I think his mom went and bought it for him. Um, and when that came back, my dad basically paid for the, the shipping fee of what it costs to fix it, and then I got a free Xbox. Nice. Um, 
Oh, not a free Xbox. I got it for like my birthday or Christmas or something like that. It was awesome. One of my favorite gifts from my dad. I actually finally got him to play a video game with that because I got Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare and I was playing through the campaign and you could be in the helicopter, be a helicopter gunner and the controller shakes and he was so fascinated being able to shoot this rail gun out of a helicopter and just, he was like, this is awesome. It's like real life. And you just hear, and it's just like, you're, you're gunning down like the city um, of like, like uh, probably Taliban people or whatever they were in the game. I, I'm, I'm, I think that like storyline was more like a like a Russian um, Saudi Arabian mix of of bad guys. Like you played through that, um, but he was so fascinated with it, uh, and it was it was it was really cool. It's probably one of the best. It was the best Call of Duty. Like when they remastered that, I went and bought it, and I still play it. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. I never owned a 360, but I did have a friend that did. And I think the first game I played was Bioshock. Bioshock was a great game. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I didn't play it for long. I was like, mm, this is not happening. This is not happening. I was just like, I was kind of like stunned a little bit with the graphics. It kind of like freaked me out a little bit. It was a little, a little scary. Is it that one? Is that a scary game? Um, Bioshock, yes, it was scary. Okay. Yeah. The uh, the mama mama yes. was the the thing yes. with the that literally looked like a what is it like a deep sea diver and would come out of nowhere. And it was weird too. Like that game was kind of stationed like out at sea too. It was like. It was a yeah. weird game. It was a really weird game. That uh, was one with like the little sister. And yes. Like, okay, okay, it was that one. Yes, See, I didn't, yes, I didn't yes. play it for very much, but I do remember my first ex- experience, and I was not a fan. That or, uh, was it Runner's Edge? Is that what it was? Um, the the parkour Edge. game. What is it called? I don't think that's what it's called. I feel like playing that, like, like the, 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 sc- the title, the main title, like the pictures, like the Asian girl, like the oh, Mirror's Edge. Mirror's Edge. Yes, yes, yes. Mirror's yeah. Edge. Uh, that was, that was definitely another game. That was probably a great. It was a very short, but a great game. Like that's, yeah. uh, you could, the parkour aspect and how like in depth it was, was just amazing. Yeah, it really gave the audience like uh, an, an idea of what kind of graphics the 360 could. Produce, you know. Yeah, well, that's where the like, I think that's what like that was like one of the uh, the in development um, systems that they started using. Like, well, getting on to like now, you have you always had um, what was it, what was it um, the what makes everything? I can't remember the name of it of the system to make Unreal Engine. The oh. Unreal Engine has made everything for like the like basically since Halo. That was that's what Halo One was made on. Um, of, so that's how they made like all these all these uh, first-person shooters and stuff like that. Well, now Halo is finally taking the next step, and they have this new one. I think it's called the Infinity Engine or something like that, or the star like it's like the Star Engine or something like that. No one else has it. They're developing it themselves, and they finally released their little like clip of gameplay, and it's gonna blow people's minds. Like this is gonna be next-gen stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and but like all the, the these games like on on the the PS3 and the Xbox 360 are what kind of developed the way for that. Like you you had Mirror's Edge and um, well Dante's Inferno was on it. That was like a it was a hack and slash game where like you were kind of in first person. It was like third person kind of, but you had you were like a crusader and you had a gigantic like kind of. Hey, well get there. That that's my PlayStation game. <laughs> but, well, it's kind of got like God of War, God of War. That was another game. Actually, that's a game that I had for the the PlayStation Two. Okay. Was God of War. I was trying to think of games that I did, and I knew I had more than just a couple. But these games are yeah. kind of kind of building on some some pretty good ones that could come out. 
soon. Oh. Well, you said you had a PS3. I had a PS3. I think the... I had a, yeah, I had an Xbox 360, too. Right? They came, yeah, they came out together. Yeah. I think the first PS... Well, no, I think... I think the Xbox 360 came out Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I must. No, oh, yeah, it did because I was just like, yeah, I don't know, maybe a sophomore. People, people were complaining about it because PlayStation for like for a couple years didn't have didn't have anything that um, that came out. Um, That's right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, okay. So 360. I also played like Rock Band and stuff. Those games were kind of cool too. They were kind of innovative in their own way, just a little bit more interactive than just a controller. You know what yeah. I mean? And plus, you know, the soundtracks are pretty good if you're a fan of music. Which, you know, I'm pretty sure everybody is. Uh, but PS3, I think the first game I played was Dante's Inferno. And I was a big fan of it. I just really enjoyed the interpretation of, like, Purgatory. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I kind of almost consider it, like, dungeon clearing, kind of. You know, the concepts are pretty similar. Um, but it was just a dark twist on video games that we hadn't seen in a while. Not a lot of people made, like, the gory, um, you know, graphic kind of interpretations of... Um, you know, Dante's Inferno. Oh yeah, that it was. It like it really showed you like the seven levels of hell or whatever it was. Yes. And I never. I, that's another game I never beat, and I really should. But I played it a little bit when uh, I started coming over to your house and stuff, and that was that was a fun game. Did you ever get the orange box? Uh, the orange box. The orange box. That's how you got Portal. Oh, no, no, no. I played Portal, though. I played it on the PC. Oh, my my friend let me borrow it, and uh, that one of my World of Warcraft buddies let me borrow it. He was a kid that I went to high school with, and uh, I, I beat that game like the first day I played it. It was oh, great. Wasn't that just so great? Like, it was so much fun. <laughs> it, was just, it was cool because it kind of, you know, it was, a, it was a puzzle game, and I love puzzle games. That's why I like Resident Evil so much, you know. The cake is a lie. The cake is a lie. The cake is a lie. <laughs> But it was just, it was so cool because, like, the objective is pretty linear, you know, get the cube from A to B, but how you do it is up to you, you know what I mean? So it kind of gave you that little bit of uh, autonomy, but at the same time, you know, you still have this main objective. So I thought that was pretty neat. Plus, you know, if you get real crafty with your portal, you can actually see the character that you're playing as. So that was kind of neat. Um, and I think the other... The other very first game I had played for PlayStation was Little Big Planet. Did you ever play that one? Yes, Little Big Planet was uh, was uh, well, no, sorry, it was that was with the little like like stuffed animal thing. Yes, yes, they were so cute. I never, I never played it. No, I, I a lot of people I knew did, but it's I never goofy, played it. but it's like one of those. It was still one of those games. It's not that like you Goat can... Simulator, is it? No. no. <laughs> you know why I think I liked it? It reminded me of like Sega Genesis Cool Spot. You're like this little tiny guy in this big, you know, it, for us it's like just a regular mundane like uh, desktop, you know, but these little stuffed dolls are trying to get through it and cross through without dying. But I think what I liked most about it was the customization. You can buy skins for your doll. <laughs> I, had, I had my doll was like in a shark suit, and every time you'd walk, like the head would bobble up and down. <laughs> like the T Rex when it runs. Yes, like the, the, oh like the inflatable T Rex. Yes, but it was just it was just a fun, lighthearted game that was kind of a breath of fresh air when you're playing games like Dante's Inferno. When the glass kind of a Debbie Downer, I need I need to lighten up my mood a little bit. There was uh, for the so. For the the Xbox 360 was the first console like I was able to to buy myself as well. Um, I think I was 18 or 19, and they released Halo 4, and that's why I pulled this up on the on the screen as well. Oh, you guys can't see this, but um, 
this was like Halo 4. Halo 3, I played online. I played multiplayer a lot. Call of Duty 4, I played multiplayer a lot. That got me pretty competitive. But like competitive gaming was World of Warcraft, Wrath of Lich King, and Halo 4 for me. When I got Halo 4, me, I played with Kyle, his dad, his dad's friend. And I mean, if you look, I, I played this game like a lot for like basically like, like six months straight. Maybe a little bit less. I don't know. But it was... I, it was so fascinating. So, such a such a like I liked it as far as Halo go because they finally they finally added um, where you could sprint like you can in Call of Duty and other games now, and uh, it made it to where you weren't just walking around a sitting duck like you're getting Is that shot. The at one where they running. like had dune buggies and stuff they could ride in. You go. They always had that. Always had that. But like you, in this one, you, when you'd go up behind someone with the sword and you'd use the melee attack and you'd hold it, they would assassinate him. So you either pick him up or like. Something else like that. They have purple and, swords. No, they always have. They're not purple. They were like blue. Wasn't there one with a purple sword? I played one Halo one time. I was not a big fan. It was like a sci-fi. I'm a fantasy person. Not, yeah. Not really into sci-fi. I want to, but I don't know. Just the concept's hard for me to get interested in. Um, as far as sci-fi goes, guys, Star Citizen. It's Gabe. Uh, Check it talk. out. You've been jumping around all, all afternoon, all evening long. Stick to the plan. My mind is an enigma. Oh <laughs> Cue the carton of milk spilling over. <laughs> the, the ramifications of my mind are an enigma. <laughs> or, uh, whatever Patrick says. Anyways, okay. So, anyway, going, so going back to Xbox 360. PS3. What uh, Nintendo Wii? Is that the same? My sister had the Wii. But that's the same era, right? Yeah, kind of, yeah. Yeah, that, that was like the... Uh, actually, technically, I think that was the best-selling console at that time. People loved it. So. It was. It was Wii a, Sports. That was good. Yes, Wii Sports and Wii Resort. Oh, Wii my God. Wii Resort, yes. Oh, my God. You could be sword fighting. It was so much fun. Yeah, I like the water sports. <laughs> so, I like the sword The sword fighting and the... Um, what else was there? There was boxing and stuff like that, but... Um, being able to play um, like bowling was something we did a lot. That was like a fun party game that we had, yeah. and it was, oh man, when you talk about like Wii, uh, that was that was uh, That's a like great... the highlight of Wii, honestly. After that, no, no, they had. I mean, you had Super Mario. Uh, no, no, not Sunshine. You had... Paper Mario was that Wii? No, that was on a t- Nintendo sixty four. Pa- um, Galaxy. Yes, Galaxy was on Nintendo Wii. Um, they also like like Twilight Princess and uh, the uh, what was the other one Skyward Sword and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, they had a lot of those. And now you're getting towards uh, like a lot closer to uh, to the the consoles now. Yeah, but before we get there, honorable mentions. Have huh. you missed a game that deserves to be in the spotlight for even just a moment? Let me see. Uh, Skyrim. Oh yeah, Skyrim. That was a game that I spent three hundred hours easily, right? Yes. Oh yeah. Any any like you you can still get on that and play three hundred hours, totally no problem. You play three hundred hours and still not beat the game. It, it's, yeah, and it'd still be worth it. it was, it's such a rewarding game oh. as far as gameplay goes. Oh, yeah. You know, you if you actually even made it to three hundred hours, it turns out to like what fifty cents mm. an hour that you pay for this game. Yes. You know, like it's so worth it. It's so expansive. Definitely, you know, if you haven't gotten it yet. I don't know how, but you gotta get it. Well, you can you can also change the gameplay with it by downloading mods. Like people have like almost made their own games inside of Skyrim. Like they'll take you, it'll take you to Hyrule, as in Zelda, or it'll like someone re uh, someone 
made a mod for Skyrim that completely remade the first two zones that were made originally for World of Warcraft. So their first two zones that they had that were testable in like 2001, which was Westfall and Storm and and, uh, and Goldshire, like the area Elwyn Forest. Um, you could like you can go there and you could see like the farmers and stuff and like they remade the characters and the weapons and the mines and actually mapped them out just like they were like it's taken this guy it was originally made by someone else but some guy picked it up and he's been now continuing it and it's probably easier to mod stuff now but this guy made this back when Skyrim was relevant and I mean it's still kind of relevant they keep re-releasing it on a new console every year (laughs) following us since like you can play it on a handheld finally with the Nintendo Switch Yeah, Skyrim, definitely. Uh, that was such a good one. I don't Skyrim. Know I and uh, you, then you also have, uh, you have Skyrim. Let me see. There, I, I mean, I played, I mean, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, another game. Just great for the first-person shooters. Uh, definitely, like, the best era. Gears of War. Oh, yeah. Gears of War 1, Gears of War 2. Oh, man. They were, what, the first to pull out the chainsaw? Oh, the chainsaw, <laughs> and it wasn't like a horror game. I mean, kind of no. was a horror game. It was a scary game, but it was more like you were not the the, 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 the bad person. You had a chainsaw, and you were cutting people in half. <laughs> it's very good cause. I remember like like playing that with my buddy like uh, all night, like playing the first one, and having to use the Hammer of Dawn and shoot down the lasers at people. Oh, yeah, those ones were good ones, too. Definitely trilogies that they made for the consoles were great. Um, the Force Unleashed, another game if you haven't played it. Um, yeah, definitely a game that that I would play. Uh, uh, anyone, if you're anyone, Star Wars game that you can like actually like. The guy is so force sensitive that he really when he does force lightning, it comes out of his entire body and it's like a wave of lightning. Like blowing people up. He was Darth Vader's only only apprentice, or one of his only apprentices. Which it's kind of not canon, or it's on a different storyline. But if they they could technically bring him back, Star Killer, to the new canon as well. So from this, you know, you gotta think. We went from cartridges, all right, to where um, if you wanted to resume your spot, you had to get the code to enter. You do you remember that? Sometimes in some of the games, like if you get game over or whatever, or a boss kills you, there'll be a, uh, a code that you can enter later on so you can go right back to that spot where you're at because you couldn't save the cartridges. Did you ever do that? Um, no, Nintendo had the, you could save on the cartridges. Oh, you could? Yeah. You could do it on Sega. Um, PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2, I had the memory cards, but I don't think your Xbox yeah. did, did The Xbox was the first one that had digital memory and it would always say like 25,000 blocks which never made sense because it would never run out, or 999,000 blocks of memory that were available and nothing would ever run out, so like, you could pretty much save however much you want. Um, the Wii, I mean not the Wii, the uh, GameCube had a memory stick as well. Okay. And then finally when you get into like the Xbox, I think the Xbox 360 was the only one out of the Xbox 360, the PlayStation 4, or the PlayStation 3 and the Nintendo Wii to have a detachable memory. It was like a hard drive that would attach to the top and that was where a lot of the issues came with the console as well. I remember my greatest fear would be like the day I accidentally overwrite my brother's uh, save file on something else. Oh man. And like you're watching it just erase the entire data (laughs) and you're contemplating would it be better to accidentally lose the memory card (laughs) 
or letting them find out what had happened. And I usually went with a, let's just hide the memory card for a few months, <laughs> and then hopefully he'll forget where he was at. <laughs> there, uh, Memory cards were expensive, too. I remember, like, I had yeah. a PlayStation, and I never, like, I never got a memory card. My Like, we went to, like, Game Crazy, and, like, the... The, like the nerds that worked there weren't very smart, and they'd be like, "Oh yeah, this memory card will work for anything." They'd sell you like a, and they're like, "Oh, and it's cheaper, and it's like a Mad Cat's one, but it's a PS One memory card. That's so all you awesome. could save on it." Yeah, those are the worst. And they were pretty durable. I've washed them in the washer a couple of times. They would oh yeah, work. anything like that, like any kind of like cartridge, usually was pretty durable. Yeah. So bringing it on, we are at the Xbox One slash One X slash Scorpio slash. It's um, all the same. The crimson, <laughs> red, whatever, whatever's coming out soon, and and the, the PS4 and the Switch. Oh yeah, and the Switch and the Switch. Yeah. Um. And then you have all the remastered consoles <laughs> that they'll probably end up making new games for. As far as, you know, I, I got the PS4 so late that the games that I have on there, the games I already have on Xbox. So I wouldn't really say there was a first. Well, I played Final Fantasy 15. That's like the only game I played on it. Yeah. Um, Xbox One, I didn't open for like five months after I got it. It sat in the closet for a while. Do you remember that? Uh, yeah, you had it open, but like yeah, you didn't really like touch it because uh, until we got Overwatch, pretty much. Oh yeah, Overwatch changed. That yeah. was like my first. No, that's like. Anyways, yeah, it's for another episode. Oh yeah, it's for another episode for another time. We're gonna continue on next time, guys. With um, maybe it'll be closer to Kingdom Hearts three, and maybe we'll get Resident Evil two. So we've talked about where you know video games, at least from our perspective, have started. You know, cartridges, the black disc, the blue disc, the Blu-ray disc, digital download. But now, uh, towards the end of 2018, Roger and I had an opportunity to try out VR for the first time on the PlayStation 4. Um, we went ahead and attempted Resident Evil 7 with the 3D virtual reality. And I'll let you guys know that did not last very long. <laughs> um, that is incredible, the VR. Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely come a long way, but it can, it, it, it was super scary. Like yeah. I was not willing to play Resident Evil, but it's amazing to see what the future of of consoles is going to be with VR and stuff like that. Because the the next Xbox console is supposed to come with their first VR, which is going to use the it's supposed to be use the Connect. You're playing an RPG, it'll use the Connect. It'll take a picture of your body. It'll do your body type or whatever you look like your as a character, yes. Okay, okay. And so you're going to put your hands out and it's going to do your fingers and your toes and your feet and everything and build you up. So And then you get to pick your character after that and you get to use yourself as a character and that's what I'm looking forward to. Yeah. I think the thing that was kind of tripping me out the most about the VR is... You know, like, in your head, you know that you're playing a video game. You know it's not real. But the second you... It looks super The real. second you put it on, no matter what your brain says, your eyes are like, no, this is real, and we're going to die. <laughs> <laughs> even though you know no one's even in the house, you're going to be fine. It was just... It was a different experience. To, yes. Because, you know, at least when you're playing a scary game on the TV, you know, you look in your peripheral, you're like, okay, I'm in my house, I'm fine. But with the VR, you look and it's just more scary stuff all around you. I uh, I enjoyed it. I'm so excited to see where our video games are going to go from this point on. I am as well. I am as well. And uh, I think as time goes on, we're getting close to 2022. You know what that means? Full dive VR. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Probably not. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways, guys. Um, 
please let us know if you have any questions for us or have anything you want us to talk about or anything uh, you thought we missed. Um, and uh, I think this wraps it up for tonight. Yeah, that is the play of the game. I am Player One Bernie. And I am Player Two Richard. We're signing off. Thanks, guys. Toodles.